Hello and welcome to this episode of Coffee, Tea, and Orange Juice, where today we're going to be talking about our current president, Donald Trump, and his relationship between the media and memes. So first up on the list, as of right now, we have a pretty uh, active president in the social media aspect. You know, I uh, I remember Obama tweeting a lot, but never to the uh, to the degree of Trump. Um, and as for while Obama tried to primarily make his uh, tweets a little less politically charged and a little bit more unifying, uh, Trump actually, interestingly enough, does the opposite, and he makes that his primary focus when tweeting. Um, he uses it not only as a way to project his opinions like you're supposed to be able to do on the on the app, but then on top of that, he also uses it as a platform to give smaller voices such as conspiracy theorists and people you probably wouldn't normally hear of on a daily basis you know, more political pull just because they're being endorsed by a president over something like Twitter. One thing I would definitely like to talk about specifically in relation to this is the uh, the NPC meme. Uh, this was a popular meme that came out roughly four to five months ago. And the basis of this meme... If we break it down from the word NPC, this is referring to video games. Um, In many popular uh, role-playing video games, there are characters called NPCs or non-playable characters. And these tend to be complete robots within the game with only a couple uh, pre-programmed lines of dialogue given to them. And they are able to usually relay a a pretty specific message uh, within those couple lines of dialogue. And so one day on a popular uh, website, 4chan, someone made a a comment saying that uh, most left-leaning members on Twitter tend to behave a lot like NPCs in a video game. They tend to not necessarily um, care that they're following the public opinion. They tend to just uh, repeat the same couple phrases over and over again. And it's almost comical about how absent-minded some of them are. Now, I'm not saying specifically me, myself, I agree with that statement, but that's what this one member in this post said. And so, as kind of an experiment, which was interestingly enough, A bunch of computer programmers created a program uh, that allowed for mass Twitter uh, account creation. And these accounts became known as NPC accounts. Basically, they would repeat popular and topical phrases that are usually um, posted when responding to the president's tweets. Uh, A lot of them were stuff such as, you know, Trump is a fascist, Um, Trump is going to ruin the country, 
you know, a lot of uh, straw man attacks, you know, stuff attacking his, not necessarily his ideas or what he stands for, but, like, the fact that he very clearly does use tanner on his skin, makes him look orange. You know, there was a lot of orange man bad tweets and a lot of other things referring to his hair, you know, looking like there was a bird on top. Um, how fat he was, you know, stuff that doesn't necessarily pertain politically, but for some reason held a lot of weight within the Twitter community. And so, surprisingly enough, you know, these bots, they were able to survive uh, on Twitter without being detected for close to, I believe, three weeks, three to four weeks before people started realizing they were bots. And, you know, people have deduced that the reasoning behind that is because most left-leaning uh, Twitter members tend to just parrot each other, repeating these, you know, kind of unintelligent, silly phrases over and over again. And so when there was a computer program doing the same thing, it just kind of fit in right from there. And now transitioning from... NPC memes, I would like to talk about some of the things that um, the the tweets included, uh, primarily the idea that Trump is a fascist. Now, if you look, not even necessarily at a, at a dictionary definition of the word fascism, and you just look directly at, you know, other fascist leaders, or leaders that would have been considered fascist, whether they identified as one or not, you think of dictators and totalitarianistic governments uh, with a main focus on silencing mass political opinion. Um, In addition to fascists being focused primarily on war and a building up of the the government and having an idea of um, ethnocentrism, While Trump is ethnocentric, I believe that's not in an attempt to bash other countries, as I believe it's more an attempt to try and gain public opinion of our own country and kind of make Americans notice, besides the typical MAGA hat-wearing men and women, but the average American who maybe, you know, they're not employed or... They are employed and they're living in poverty. You know, it it kind of... This idea of ethnocentrism isn't a way to bash other countries, but to kind of bring a sense of pride and change into what they're familiar with. And so one thing I would specifically like to focus on is, I guess, understanding that Trump is not a fascist. Um, I know on campus here, there is occasionally, every couple weeks or about a month or so, Someone comes and dresses up as Donald Trump, our president, in a a giant baby outfit with a sign that says, Change me, I'm full of shit. I'm pretty sure in any fascist government, that person would either be arrested or put to death. Uh, On top of that, you know, people like Jim Acosta, you know, a lead interviewer from CNN, I guess, I'm not sure what his official credential is, but someone like Jim Acosta, who is repeatedly known for interrupting the president, not listening to him, not 
treating him as if he's a person. You know, if someone like him also hasn't been put to death or arrested, I don't know if we could necessarily classify him as a fascist. And I don't think anything besides Trump being ethnocentric, specifically, would make him a fascist.